everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And it is season two, episode nine, the one with Phoebe's dad. Daddy. <laughs> I don't what? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't either, but okay. <laughs> who said that? Wait, who said that? Daddy who before. said that? Who where'd that come from? Was that Renee or was it Ashley? Mm. It was Renee. Okay. Definitely <laughs> Ashley. Oh, anyway. Uh, never mind that one. Um, so this episode opens at Christmas time and I love it. I can't remember. I'm so bad at this, but you're so good at this. Was there a Christmas episode in season one? Mm. I don't. Oh, with the one with the take the lights down. Yeah, there must have been. Yeah. And um, you know what? They didn't actually do Christmas as much as they did New Year's. They did New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think there doing, was a Christmas like, one. actually doing Christmas. Was that wasn't the shoop, shoop, shoop? That was Thanksgiving. That was Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they skipped Christmas because there wouldn't have actually been an episode on the week of Christmas, maybe. Well, there usually isn't. Like in real life? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they were just keeping it with like real life timing. Don't know. Anyway, it's Christmas now. It's Christmas at, in New York. At the friend set in fake New York. And it's so cute. And so um, Rachel and Monica are sitting at the kitchen table decorating cookies. And Phoebe is at the window decorating the tree right mm-hmm. and she's like oh ugly naked guy is decorating his tree look at the size of his christmas balls or whatever and then um the guys come in and they're like oh what are you guys doing oh how much the, yeah the guys come in and they're like hey how much did you girls tip the super because we were going to give him 50 but we don't want to look cheap and they were like "Ooh, well actually this year we're just going to give him cookies and yeah and so they were like wait, who else have you tipped in cookies? And they say, no, I appreciate tipping some people. Okay, talk to me about this. Yes, I wanted to talk about this. Do you tip people at Christmas extra? And if so, who? I'm not talking about like tipping your waiter. Guys, tip your waiter. Always. Always, obviously. Well, I think the thing is here is that I don't have a lot of quote unquote people I don't have, like, a staff of any you kind. You don't have a staff? I don't have a staff. <laughs> the closest thing I have to a staff is the guy who mows our lawn, but he doesn't actually mow it in the winter. And right. so he's not around at Christmas. Um, we did give our mailman gift cards, like Visa gift cards or, like, Amazon gift cards, when we had the best mailman ever, he was amazing, and we had him for like three and a half or four years, and then he had to have knee surgery, and so we had someone else on the mail route. He was okay. He was going to be fine, but he was like out of work for a couple months, and we yeah. thought somebody would take his place for that time, and then he would come back to the route, and I'm not kidding you, Ash. Like that was almost four years ago, and we have not had the same mailman for over three months in those four years. We have had a different mail carrier every, I mean, sometimes it's like two weeks and sometimes it's like two months and that's about as long as they last. So So it's like the route is cursed. Right. So because I haven't had the same mail person for like over a month in a really long time, we haven't tipped them, but like we don't get the newspaper. I don't have a doorman. I live in a house. So yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think we... 
we used to tip no we didn't tip our landlord um because that's also a little bit a little bit weird too like well your landlord is collecting rent from you right. so i get this but guy but a superintendent's is like different on than salary. he's super yeah he takes care yeah. of all the dirty work yeah i get and i've never had that i've never had a super in my building mm-hmm. that i that i knew we did have a doorman my first year of grad school mm-hmm. i don't remember ever tipping him so you were also like 20 he was really nice I was yeah, I was like twenty. I had no money. I wouldn't have known um, to tip I, them. I yeah, because we're not. We, I wasn't on the upper echelon. <laughs> I I do remember. I think we bought our landlord a Christmas gift, um, and we like took him out to dinner or something. Oh, he was this old that's Serbian man. Really though. nice. He was really cute. Yeah, we liked him a lot. His name was Alexander. I mean, I send he was like really tan. Oh, because he's Serbian. I, like, give everybody a Christmas card, and I like to give, like, little gifts. Like, the girl that um, cuts my hair, I love her. And so I, like, got her a candle and brought her a Christmas card. She trimmed my bangs, like, right before oh, Christmas. Oh, that's really nice. But yeah. I wouldn't have, like, come by with a crisp 50. I tip her every time I see her. Right. It's um, different. Yeah. Like, I guess you don't tip your super normally. Right. So it's just, like, things. That that I make that makes sense because he is, like, taking out your trash and fixing your – plumbing mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff yeah but i also think new york is one of those places that like you have a lot of people because you get everything delivered in new york like your groceries get delivered yeah. so you might tip your grocer and your laundry yeah. often gets delivered like there's just a lot of like people who make the world go around in new york that don't happen a lot of other places yeah so it's that's just right. more of the norm yeah okay that's a good point so so they have all these guys, mm-hmm. and they're talking about tipping all of them. They tip them in cookies, and then so the um, newspaper gets like slammed onto the door, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Uh oh, I don't think he liked your cookies." And they open it, and he's like smashed the cookies in there and done the crossword puzzle. <laughs> bite me, bite so me, so vindictive. Bite me, bite me. <laughs> yeah, so funny. And so that's that's how that starts out. Um, okay, and then we move on into some other parts of I guess there's like two main storylines going on I feel like um the first one is well I feel like there's three actually there's three okay well I was gonna say the first one is um Rachel's at work in the coffee shop and Ross comes up to her and is like I bought you a present and she's like okay ignoring him like silent treatment yeah because she's still mad at him as we said last week. He's, like, not giving her any space. And he doesn't understand space and boundaries. And so um, he's like, I'll open it. And so he opens it, and he's like, it's a slinky, which I don't know if he, like, thought it would be cute and playful. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess. But, yeah. Maybe it's also because, like, was it brand new in the 90s? I guess. Because he was, like, (laughs) singing the – he was singing the – theme song i feel like, like slinkies are older so, than that i feel like our parents got slinkies as gifts when they were kids uh okay so maybe it was just like a i think he was going with like slinky. it being cute and whimsical and like he was trying to be cute Rachel's and get something not, happy yeah yeah but once Rachel's again not like a cute whimsical she's like a spoil her with gifts type person or but. or something really meaningful and sentimental that's true. He didn't know that, though, at the time that she actually was like a sentimental person. That's true. Remember, but she had to do that reveal. Yes, that's true. But I do think this is just Ross doing anything, trying to get his foot back in the door. Like, 
He probably yeah, wasn't right. even... He's just like... If you really think about it, do you think that he even really considered what she would want to hear from him right now? No, because he's just bombarding her with pretending like it never happened. He's just trying... Yeah, he's like, he's let's trying to move on. smile and yeah. joke about that. Right. Let's, let's play with this silly little slinky yeah. and have this great time watching it go down the stairs he's and not, everything will be he's gone. He's not really totally. thinking what would like benefit her or even like truly help her forgive him. He just wants her to forget it and right. smile and, and like him again. It's the Band-Aid. Yeah. yeah. Band-Aid. Yep. Do you – I wonder if the writers disliked Ross's character. I don't know. Everyone else seems to. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Ross is just, you know, pushing things along too quickly. Mm-hmm. And so then she just, like, walks away. And so he's like, hey, Gunther, do you have stairs at your place? Here, go nuts. And just gives them the – which I think further solidifies what you just said, that it wasn't, it's one of those gifts that like you could, you could give it to anybody. I don't, I've got to be honest with you. I don't want to sound ungracious, but like, I don't, I, those aren't as meaningful to me. Like, I don't like gifts that it's like, I picked this up at the store and literally just to get a gift to the next. Yeah. The next person mm-hmm. I see, I could give this to yeah. like, it's so much, I don't expect everybody to know exactly what I want, but like, I'm like, I'm happy to give it ideas. I don't know. I well, just, I I'm think also happy meaningful. just not to get gifts. I don't need stuff just yeah. for the sake of stuff. Yeah. I think that's Rather than just it. having something that you're like, great. Okay. Now I have this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, okay. Um, and so then he like sits down and shows everybody the gifts he bought, mm-hmm. which is hers and hers towels for Susan and Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, I picture frame with a stock photo in it to give to Carol from Ben and then this top for his mom Judy that I don't fully dislike but in like a very <laughs> ironic 90s like, way costume party type of way that's funny yeah. and so um so um Phoebe sees the photo frame and is like oh wait a minute have we gone too far? Oh, no, 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 no we this, haven't yet. This okay. works. So this works. So I was thinking about something else, but you're right. That was the other, the other storyline. So Phoebe sees the sto- the photo frame and this is where we pick up Phoebe's storyline. And she's like, oh my gosh, where did you get that? That picture is my dad. <laughs> and which is, and she's like, they're all like, what? That's the guy that comes in the frame. And she's like, no, that's my dad. And um, Monica's like, he's standing in front of a blue screen with a collie and she's like no it was just really bright that day she like has the picture in her wallet and then they're like oh phoebe sweetie sorry like this is just the just stock photo guy and so she's like okay i need to go talk to my grandmother Mm -hmm. and so she leaves and they're all like yikes um and so we can talk about that storyline yeah well, I guess what kind of falls up in that one is it's the day before Christmas Eve and Chandler and Joey still haven't bought presents for anybody. Oh, yeah. And and so that's kind of like a bit of an add-on storyline. Mm-hmm. is like they haven't got anything yet. So so um, the next day, Christmas Eve, Phoebe picks them up in the taxi. and Wait. wait, wait. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. I cut a whole part out. Okay. I did it last time. So... <laughs> It's I fine. Know. It's the one with Phoebe's dad, and you're cutting out the part with Phoebe's dad. I'm cutting out. <laughs> like Phoebe's I cut out the dad. part with the list, and then, and then the end. Phoebe's dad was there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. That's right. Sorry. So Phoebe goes to confront her grandmother. Which is this the only and... time we ever like actually see her grandmother? I don't know that she's ever in the show ever again. She's just mentioned a lot. 
Oh, I feel like we see her again, but you're right. Maybe we don't. I think that's it. Otherwise, we just hear her mentioned. I don't know. Gosh, I could have sworn there was another time, but yeah, maybe not. So we do meet the grandma, and she's sitting at her kitchen table crossing people out of the phone book <laughs> who've been so listed funny. as having an obituary. Uh, yeah. I'm just updating the phone book. Yeah. Updating the phone book, which is such a grandma thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, let me see those pictures of my dad again. And so she pulls them out, and she's like, oh, here's your dad helping a boy fly a kite. <laughs> here's your dad in a meadow. Graduation, another graduation, (laughs) another another graduation. graduation. And she's like, that's not my dad, is it? And so then grandma comes clean. It was your mother's idea. Um, She just wanted you to have some happy memories. And Phoebe was like, you know, I can't believe you lied to me about all this. And um, she's like, and she's like, was he even a famous tree surgeon in a village in Burma? (laughs) And it, comes out that like no he's actually a pharmacist upstate yep and take it one step further grandma even knows like exactly where upstate like writes the The address down from memory yeah he lives at blah 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 in meadow middletown or whatever it is and so so she gives she's like i wasn't being fully honest or i love it when she's like hello grandma if that is even your name (laughs) and um her grandmother gives her Yes, the exact address from memory. Yeah, it's like, she's like, I wasn't totally honest. I know he lives upstate, but here's exactly where he lives, like, from memory. Yeah, like, his home address. Yeah, yeah. And to make it up for her, make it up to her, she gives her the keys to the cab. I don't know why she's like... Oh, I forgot about that. Why does she make, like, a big deal? Like, no, no one else drives this cab. Why does she make such a big deal about that? Is there... Maybe because of insurance purposes? I know, but it just seems like a funny thing to focus on. I mean, <laughs> I didn't really even notice it because nobody else. Right, to, right. But... No, because you're just like maybe for insurance purposes. <laughs> well, that's something that my mom I and dad know, would say. I know, but I'm saying like I'm the only one on the insurance. In this TV show, like you'd think that they would only mention it if someone else would like try to drive it later, like zany antics. Maybe, maybe that's that was supposed to be the excuse for why Phoebe is such a terrible driver, but nobody else drives it or maybe there was a scene know. cut out maybe or there was a scene cut out so I don't remember. yeah like one of some like like joey or chandler trying to drive it and her not letting them or something yeah. so when she goes to leave i know we mentioned last episode that there was a piece of trivia from this episode that i didn't know when i did uh, yes. friends trivia and the question was who does phoebe think her grandfather is and i could not remember for the life of me who she thought her grandfather was like I just she's she like waves goodbye to him in a frame and and they don't make too big of a deal of it and it just she's like bye grandpa wish me luck yeah and it just didn't stand out too much so if you guys remember mm. maybe we'll put a questionnaire up on our Instagram and no googling no cheating yeah. this is just for fun but no if you can remember cheating. unless you maybe you just watched this episode because just like us you're watching along to refresh but maybe. if you haven't yeah, anyway, we hear can put the, yeah, we'll put a poll up. On so Instagram. it'll be on our Instagram um, stories, or can you? It'll be on it'll stories. It'll be a story. Yeah, huh? it'll be on okay. stories. So look and then out we for can that. also, yeah, or, you know, send us some, send us an email if you don't have Instagram yeah. or Facebook message. But that's just a fun, I, I have done a lot of friends trivias and I've gotten almost all the questions right. So the ones that I've gotten wrong really stand out. And that was one that I couldn't remember at all. Um, so I'll try to call those out throughout I, the series. 
That's really good. I've not done Friends Trivia yet, but there is one in like a month. So I'm going to try to go yes. to it. It's just not in the same town where I live. Oh. So I will try. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so fun. <laughs> but hey. And you meet other, you know, um, oh, Ross know. heads. All the Rosses. I see. I think that I would have remembered who the grandfather is because this is something that sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. But I did also just rewatch the episode. Right. For, and I don't think I had today, so. seen this episode in a really long time. Um, but right, anyway. Exactly. So. But anyway, if you guys know, yeah. come tell us on our Instagram. Come tell us on our Instagram. So yeah. So they get in the cab and. They get yeah. in the cab. And so because the guys haven't done their Christmas shopping yet, they said that like. Phoebe's going to pick them up. They're going to drive upstate, see her dad, have the reunion, and then hit the outlet stores on the way back, which is what the suburbs are great for. It is. And I, you watch New Girl, I know, not as much as I do. But there's yeah. an episode where they're talking about – Coach is talking about going to the outlet stores. And he goes, oh, man, I'm going to go to the outlet mall. I'm going to look like a rich person from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, that is the perfect way to describe that. Outlet malls, like a rich way. person from three years ago. It's hilarious. So I Ugh. think that's what Joey and Chandler are going for, which doesn't look like that's what they accomplished in the, oh, never mind. I know why they didn't, because they don't end up going to the outlet stores. That's right. So, so they get there. Um, well, after, you know, Phoebe hands Chandler her cheat sheet, which is gas right, break left. <laughs> um, I had to make sure in my head that I did that right. Yeah, guess right, break left. Yeah. I was like, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so and so they're both sitting in the back, which is quite funny. So they make it upstate and they're like, okay, here he is. Just right there is my dad. And they're like, okay, go get him, Phoebe. And then she gets way too nervous mm-hmm. and she's basically paralyzed. And so she makes a few attempts where she like gets out of the car and then um, and then like makes it to the mailbox and so it's like as far as she makes it which part of me is like wouldn't the people inside the house be like who's this weirdo what is that cab my... doing there yeah and who's that woman that keeps running in and out someone like parks in front of my house i'm like who is it why are they here and i'm like oh they're just parking on my street because they're street parking okay got it yeah, oh okay <laughs> i could see you and steve i would definitely notice somebody like oh yeah we're always creeping on people super sleuthing mm-hmm. i would also be curious as to why there's a car with a random person running right a cab no less a cab exactly it would stick out like a sore thumb like Mm -hmm. an old school new york city cab (laughs) but um yep so they're like hey it's okay and so then um and they're like you know what's going on and she's just like well it's just it's just like everything's happening at once like i already lost a fake dad today and you know she's like um I just found out, you know, he wasn't, he's not this famous Burmese tree surgeon. He's this pharmacist guy. And okay, so maybe I'd go to his pharmacy and everybody would be really nice because I'm Frank's daughter and we'd have a great time. And she's like, or maybe he's just still the creep that ran out on Mm -hmm. my mom and me. And so I totally get it. So she's like, you know, I had this whole thing built up in my head that he was this wonderful, amazing, altruistic human. Mm-hmm. But now I find out he's just a regular guy. And so maybe he actually isn't going to be excited and happy to see me. And it's not going to be this great reunion. So she's just like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's so hard for people who don't grow up with a parent because you've mm-hmm. concocted this like fantasy version of them, even though in Phoebe's defense, 
she was told a fantasy version of them. But even I think a lot of kids, even if they do know, like, well, your dad just left us or your mom walked out when you were a baby, they still have this, like, dream. But, like, if they met me, then they would, like, be so sorry and come back and love me. Like, that's the fantasy. But you have to reconcile the fantasy with the reality. And that would just be so hard. Well, just think about it. Reconciling that means going, they might meet me and deem me unlovable. Right. Like, whoa, I would never, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't wrap my head around that. Like, it's crazy. And and obviously, and and then they have to go with the whole like, okay, my worth isn't in what my It says more about them than it does about me. It says more about them. But that's so hard because. You can't just think that. Because out of everybody that's supposed to love you unconditionally, your parents, you know? And so it's like, you would just think that out of anybody, if anybody was ever going to love you, it would be your parents. And then if they don't, I can understand that being like just unfathomably difficult. Mm -hmm. It'd be so hard. It's not a blamer for not going in. Yeah. I think, I think it's good that she's taking steps and she's like, okay, I know where he is. Mm-hmm. When I first started rewatching this episode, part of me was like, the guys should have volunteered to like, we'll walk up there with you, mm-hmm. you know, to like help her and be like, so that way she doesn't have to like go do it all herself. And like, mm-hmm. if she's feeling awkward, or uncomfortable, they can talk too. But then I'm kind of like, yeah, she's just not ready. So it's she's good. Not ready. Yeah. And so yeah. she's like, at least I know he's here and yep. I can come back. And then Joey and Chandler are so sweet and supportive. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you took a big step. I mean, Chandler is being a little, you know, you took a big step today, Phoebe. It's like, okay, okay, Matthew Perry, chill out. But um, his just, his tone is a little, a bit much. But yeah, they're being mm-hmm. really, really supportive. And, and they're like, he, when you are ready, he'll be so lucky to have you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've done a great job. So that was really wonderful. And then she's like, oh, guys, I'm really sorry about your shopping. And um, they're like, oh, hey, that's okay. We'll figure something out. And so then mm-hmm. they drive back to New York. So yep. that is that. And then yep. any other thoughts on that storyline? No, not really. Okay. So then the other storyline is um, the other three of them, Monica, Ross, and Rachel. And like we said, um, the girls are doing the cookie thing. Um, Ross is still trying to obsessively get Rachel to forgive him. And so he walks in the apartment and um, he's like, Rachel, I know what would make you feel better is if you make a list about me, about all the things you don't like. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ross, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to. And he's like, no, please. Seriously. And so she's like, okay, fine. You mm-hmm. are... Um, Oh, so what does she says? You are whiny, you're obsessive, mm-hmm. you're insecure, you're gutless. And she talks about how, like, he didn't take the initiative with her, even mm-hmm. when he liked her for all those years. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, and you wear too much of that hair gel. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. And so I like how um, Ross, of course, like, goes up to Monica later and is like, do you think I'm obsessive? Do you think I'm obsessive? No, really. And she's like, for the tenth time, no, I don't think you're obsessive. Oh my gosh! And like, I know. Oh, he's, he's too much. so exhausting. He's exhausting. I feel like they just she needs to not indulge him, and just be like, I don't know, Ross. You've just asked me that question fifty times. You tell like, me. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then, Monica's like, um, Rach, could you get the heat? But Rachel just painted her nails, and so she's like, Ross, could you please go turn down the radiator? 
because they've got, you know, they're going to have a party and it's hot or whatever. And so he goes to turn it down. He breaks the knob off. And so I hate the part where I feel like we are really picking on Ross right now, but um, where she's like, here, let me see. And he's like, oh, I forgot about your superhuman capability to fuse metal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, don't be such a jerk. Like sometimes other people can solve problems because it's her radiator and maybe this happens a lot or right. like, or like, maybe... okay, even if she looks and can't do anything, just let her look. It's not going to hurt. Let her look like it's not it. Yeah. It, like maybe you just didn't see it. I don't know, whatever. I guess he has the obsess- obsessive need to be right as well or whatever. And so, um, so it's getting really hot and they're like, let's call Mr. Trigger, the super. And then he says, not, can't get the part till Tuesday. And they're like, it's because you gave him cookies. And he said, oh, mm-hmm. is it hot enough to bake cookies? So anyway, so they're like, well, we're having a party tonight. And that's that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and then the ornaments come in the mail that Monica's mom sent her. And there have been smashed with a boot print across the front because the mailman Mm -hmm. did not appreciate the cookies so rude i would totally take the cookies i know the mailman and the newspaper delivery guy really angry about it i know yeah they decided to make a beach theme party instead oh yeah so they're like if it's too hot we'll just make it a themed party and so they walk in and they're like welcome to our tropical our Hawaiian Christmas party. You can put your shoes and coats and pants and shirts in the bedroom. <laughs> and so it's like, I will say, I know you've said you've never had a radiator before, right? Mm-mm. Um, it does pretty much have two settings, like off and boiling hot, boiling like hot. just way mm-hmm. too much heat. And so I can totally, fa- like, and that's it. Like when you dress for winter, you know, people might've had to walk Ugh. there or whatever. So and you, hot. Like you, like you with your 5k you were talking about last episode um all my layers too many layers and then yeah so it takes a while to get used to the whole like i should dress and you don't know if somebody's house is going to be cold Mm -hmm. or hot or what so you really do just have to like so all these people are like stripping down to their their you know under layers and um ross is sitting there at the kitchen table with this poor woman who like would rather be anywhere else in the entire world. And he's like, I know it's hard to see because of all the sweating, but I use the normal amount of gel that the bottle says. It's like, stop harassing strangers about your obsessions, Ross. Come on. Yeah. Lock it up. He needs lock to it stop. up. He needs to lock it up. And so, um, and so then Mr. Trigger shows up and he's like, oh, I heard you guys were having a party. Oh, is it warm in here? I couldn't tell. I'm always cool because I have so much skin. (laughs) He's such an odd duck. He's a very odd duck. Um, And so, yeah, so Ross is like, all right, Rachel, you say I never seize the day? Well, watch this. So he's like, Trigger, here's 50 bucks. Merry Christmas. Do you think you can get that radiator fixed? And he's like, oh, thanks. But no, you know, the part I can't get the part till Tuesday. And then he goes, here's another 50 Happy Hanukkah. Will that help you get the part? And he's like, no, the place is not open until Tuesday. Am I not saying this correctly? (laughs) And um, And Roz thinks he's so smooth. Thinks he's so smooth. But then he turns and Rachel goes, nice seizing, gel boy. But I feel like he's doing what you told him you wanted him to do. And it didn't work, but she's, like, mocking him for it. And I kind of feel like that, like, you can't tell somebody you want something, them do it, and then you make fun of them for it. Like, 
He tried. I don't. Maybe that's why I don't he know if it's things. I don't really see that has seizing the day. He's just well, he trying, trying to, to take initiative. Yeah, and just throw money at the problem. But also, this is the same guy who wouldn't chip in the hundred bucks for Howard the handyman. <laughs> I do understand why he wouldn't. I do too. Um, I wouldn't have instead thrown a party though. That was going to cost uh, more money. Yes, that but always gets me. Um, I just I think it's one of those things. I think why this bugs me is because I've heard you know like I don't know if it was like growing up or whatever, but. I've heard that it is something that, um, sorry, about to be really like gender stereotype here, but something that women need to be cognizant of is like asking men to do something or saying that we want you to be more this or be more that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when they do it, being like, you did that wrong, you know, and it's like, yeah. And that's kind of what I feel like is happening here. I guess, yes, it's a TV show and maybe I should chill out, but yeah, (laughs) maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Well, I think the thing, too, is that she, he forced her to make the list. So, like, she, you know. Yeah, true. She she wasn't really asking him to do anything, but he just is trying to, like, once again, smooth things over with her and put the Band-Aid on. And he's like, see, no, watch, I can do it. Look, I'm doing the thing you thought I couldn't do. Uh, you know, yeah. and she's just like, yeah, Ross, you're being such a douche about this whole thing. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> or maybe that's he how I feel. Is. Maybe that's how you feel about how Ross is treating you. But, but I think no, that's how true. she feels. Like, she's like, I didn't, she didn't want to make a list about him. But he, pit, like, cornered her and made her. So she just did. And then he's like, but then I could prove it all wrong. I don't know. It's just like. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. He it's, just wanted. so he, blah. And again, he is just trying to smooth it over and mm-hmm. like, what did he think it was going to be like, oh, you, my hero. Oh like, yeah, my hero, you wasted a hundred well, bucks. Okay, hold cause on. Because you can't listen. Something else, something else, just like last episode, we were saying that Chandler's manipulation comes from his childhood. Mm-hmm. Ross didn't date anybody until Carol. Mm-hmm. And that was the first girl he ever dated, was with, married, blah, 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 blah. And so I feel like he doesn't really know how this whole, like, dating and wooing thing goes. True. And so he probably does think that, like, you can just swoop in and do the whole my hero damsel in distress. Does he need to get over it? Yes. But mm-hmm. I don't blame him for thinking that, like, that's the way to win, like, win her over. Because he has no idea. He has no experience yeah. with this. I know. But he also just doesn't listen to her when she says, leave me alone. That is true. He does not listen. And that's problematic anyway. That's his main. I think that's his main problem in any argument is that he doesn't listen. He just continues to do what he thinks he should do. Yeah. Good point. Um, But anyway. So anyway. So that's the party. And um, Mm. all these people, don't worry. We're never going to see any of them again. (laughs) Somehow they always have tons of friends for parties, but never see them otherwise. And um, there's some, like, guy in the back with his shirt off. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> he just, like, went for it. But anyway, so it's, yeah, it's, um, that's what's going on. And they're, like, she, like, brings out ice cubes with little toothpicks in them, like, they're cocktails. And they're all, like, trying to cool down in front of the mm-hmm. refrigerator. And so, um, so that's pretty much it. And then at the very end, um, Phoebe, Chandler, and Joey come back in. And they're all like, how'd it go with your dad? And she's like, uh, you know, it didn't. I was too afraid to go talk to him, but he's there and that's enough for now. It's just knowing that. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, um, and so then Joey's like, 
whoa, was it hot in here? Do you mind if I turn down your radiator? And they're like, hey, we could have used that thinking earlier. So then he comes back over and he's like, the knob was broken, so I just turned it off from underneath, which <laughs> I find so funny that Trigger wouldn't have thought of that. Right. Um, but also I love how like Joey is randomly really useful with stuff like uh-huh. this. I do too. Like, like out of nowhere. super out of it with everything else. And then every so often he's like the smart one on something. So Yep. And that. did you notice that he's dipping cookies in like a bowl of in milk eggnog oh eggnog it, that's i was like yeah. why do they have a bowl of milk out <laughs> that makes way food. more sense it's like, yeah it's a punch bowl mm. of eggnog mm-hmm. yeah not a yeah. punch bowl mm-hmm. of milk that's not normal <laughs> i mean try a punch bowl of milk at your next party it might well only be i always serve it and nobody steve. drinks it and i haven't figured <laughs> out why it's just you and Steve's favorite. I thought that was customary at every party. Customary. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's probably eggnog, um, which would be so gross in like a really, really hot environment. And that's why it's funny Ugh. when Trigger goes, ooh, cheese. And you're like, Ugh. 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 Where cheese starts cheese. to like sweat. Oh, and get you slippery. Know? Um, yeah. I guess the only other thing about that party is he's like, hey, is that mistletoe? And Rachel's oh, like, yeah. mm, no, it's basil. Basil. Definitely and basil. Oh, because if it was mistletoe, I was going to kiss you. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, it's still basil. <laughs> nice one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, okay. So that's the, that's it for the episode. And then at the very end, they're doing, like, their Christmas gift exchange. And they're like, um, they're like, here you go, Rachel. Here's your gift from us. Which, are they a couple now? Why are they giving joint gifts? But whatever. I don't know. Roommates, I guess. No. Yeah, that's sure. And so, um, so it's they a stretch, give, but we'll take it. It's a stretch. So they give Rachel wiper blades yep. and new car smell, and sh- and they're like, should all of us expect gifts from the gas station or something like that? Or they're like, when did you have time to do this? And they're like, oh, at the gas station on the way home from upstate. And Phoebe was like, is this what you guys were doing when I was in the bathroom? You guys, I know, because <laughs> they give her toilet paper. Seat Toilet covers. seat covers. I love that, that they stole from the bathroom. That, that they stole. I know. I love that she's so excited about getting the gift. Regard, like it's such a crappy present, and she's just like, mm-hmm. oh, "You guys, that's so fun." Toilet seat covers. <laughs> Toilet seat and covers. And then they give Monica, Ross, they give, um, Mr. Ross, Sweet Tooth, Mr. Sweet Tooth, two sodas, a cola, cola. drink, and lemon lime. Lemon lime. <laughs> And then they give Monica a box of condoms ribbed for your pleasure. And then they swap the soda. And End the scene. Uh, I was just oh, thinking. Oh, it's so funny. It could have been result. Like that problem could have been solved by Secret Santa. But to be honest with you, it probably would have still been a crappy gift. Yeah, regardless. true. They oh, do Secret so Santa funny. another time. I don't know, RG. Maybe something girly for your office. Something girly for your office. <laughs> Uh, I do love this episode. I think it's so it's a good funny. One. It's a good one, and everybody's so good. And I just, I do really love the holidays at the friends mm-hmm. at the house. Yeah, at the friends' house. It's festive. It's fun. Yeah, but that's yeah. pretty much it for this one. That's it. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, season two, episode nine, the one with Phoebe's dad. Don't forget to go to our Instagram or um, our website and tell us if you remember the trivia question. So you can go on there and yes. see it and answer for us. Okay. Yes. So that's it for now. Come back next time, um, next week, same time, same place. Season two, episode 10, the one with Russ. Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. <laughs> 
hi, your friend type people. <laughs> yeah, you uh, can see where this is going. It's we'll all get of Ross's worst qualities, but slower and lower. And doubled. And There's doubled. two of them. So, yeah, it's a lot. So get ready so anyway, for that. Brace yourself. Get ready. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this time. It's been so fun. And we will catch you next time from Best Friends Club Podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.